This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program once again. Wherever you are right now, throughout the United States or around the world, welcome. I'm going to continue today with Bishop John Luke. He is a senior pastor of Share the Love Center in Kenya, and he has a program, Overflowing Wisdom. That's a television program. Now, I first interviewed him on February 4th, 2021. And now this is a continuation of the same topic, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is part two. Now, what I'm going to do is give you a brief summary of what we discussed. We said that the depth of God in a person is the proof of his relationship with God. We said that Christianity is not a Sunday affair, but a daily relationship. That the Bible is the Constitution. That every kingdom is as powerful as its constitution that governs it. That in the kingdom of God, the Constitution, it's not up for debate. That Matthew 6.31 talks about what we shall eat, drink, and wear, and that the Gentiles are concerned with these material things. But that those that live by the kingdom principles are not worried about it. That again, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, if we seek God first, these things will chase you. We said it again, Isaiah 9, 5 and 6, that Jesus came into the world through Mary as a child, but he became a son by the Holy Ghost as a dove appeared upon him and John baptized him. We said that the government, the authority shall be upon his shoulders and that Paul understood a kingdom and a king. Again, the government, the authority should be upon his shoulders. That's upon God, on Jesus Christ. We said that again, a king, a kingdom, and his dominion, that a king is not voted in, but a king has his word as law, whatever he speaks, and that the kingdom has colonization, that a king wants to expand his territory, that God's created agenda is his government. Righteousness is right standing with his government. As an ambassador, which we're supposed to be, we're supposed to represent the will of God, our king. We're supposed to represent his kingdom. So righteousness is the implementation of the government, the constitution of God. That the kingdom of God is God's original idea and colonization. 
And we're talking about colonizing or spreading God's kingdom, his constitution, his word throughout the world. It's supposed to be our lifestyle. And grace is an empowerment for the kingdom of God to be fulfilled. And that the heart of God is now your interest. So Bishop Lute, now let's continue with that thought. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to first of all acknowledge the presence of the Spirit of God in this conversation and to say that God is worthy for this moment that he has created for us to shine light. You know, the book of Psalms, the writer claims that the entrance of thy word, one of the ways to know the word has entered. It is not by amount of cars you drive, it is not by the amount of houses you buy. The proof that the word of God has entered, it is one. He says that bringeth light. That is the proof of the entrance of the word. The first result is light, and that is our intention in this program. Number two, I want to thank God for the man of God and his amazing team. You know, when I overheard him say the things that I taught, it is such a humbling experience to see such a a man of God, a great man who has traveled all over the world, who is ahead of me by far, by age, by ministry, being able to have such an understanding of the things that we teach. It is truly an honor. And as we continue in these dimensions that we teach, you know, the man of God had requested me last week to share about the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And one of the things that I came to realize, the the average, the most learned Christian, not even the average, one of the most learned Christians we have in our society, they have no understanding about kingdom. We have understanding about how to grow our ministries. We have understanding about how to make our churches bigger, which is not wrong. They have their own place. But we really do not have the understanding of what really matters to God. And you know, as I was praying last week and coming into this week, I was in my period of prayer and fasting, and the Lord told me something very important, you know. The Lord told me that any person whose heart is after the kingdom, God is after them. Let me repeat the statement. Any person whose heart is after the kingdom, God is after them. Why? Because God showed me how the breed of the kingdom is very limited in our generation the breed of the kingdom. So any person who is really catching what this kingdom is about, the goal is you are blessed. You don't need to wait for results. You are blessed because you have inner matters. You know, as we begin to dissect this nature, there is a statement Jesus said. He said that to you it has been given to know. At this particular point, there were many disciples and there were many people there. At that particular point, there were the Pharisees and those men that claimed to be praying and worshipping God. But they were locked up in their own religion and in their own setup. So there is a statement Jesus made, and when you begin to dissect the nature of that statement, you will see there is a block of specific dimensions of knowledge in the realm of the spirit. So in this kingdom, you don't just know some things. God checks your heart before he receives knowledge. So when he looked at these particular Pharisees, he checked the dimension of their heart, and he did not see the kingdom reflected in them. So at that particular moment, whatever Jesus would have spoken to them is irrelevant because they don't have the kingdom as their base. They did not have the kingdom as their base. So there are dimensions of the gospel. God will have them not connected to us because when he looks at the kind of base, the foundation of those words, he should find a man who has an understanding of the kingdom. And it is on this ground that has to reveal the kingdom. And this is why I'm requesting every man of God who's listening to me outside there. What you have done is amazing. 
but it is not enough. There is more to teach about the kingdom. There is a journey into a far country. And if we begin to enter into that space in the spirit, we will realize we have not even touched a drop in the ocean. So as we begin to talk about this kingdom affair, the other time as the man of God has spoken to you, you have heard the things he has said about the things we taught the other time, and they are truly humbling to me. Man of God, it is a humbling experience for you to have repeated those statements. For what reason? For the reason of the listeners listening outside there. Please, my brothers and sisters, gain an understanding of the kingdom. The Bible says the kingdom of God has come. Why would Jesus make such a statement? The kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God is like. God initiated the gospel of the kingdom. So what we are doing to you, we are not initiating you into a doctrine. We are not initiating you into a ministry. We are initiating you into the life of the kingdom of God. Because the more we begin to bring you to this kingdom, let me tell you what happens. In this kingdom, sickness does not exist. In this kingdom, poverty does not exist. In this kingdom, murder does not exist. So in order for in order for those ten commandments to find expression, it has to be on the mind of a kingdom. The kingdom-minded man is the only man that will be able to survive the coming years. The kingdom-minded man. This is the kind of man who understands that whatever I need to fulfill the agenda of my government, it is not a prayer point. It is an alignment point. It is just me aligning to the will of my father. Everything that my vision desires to bring this dream to pass, every finance, every opportunity, every friend, whatever that needs to follow me in order to make sure that this dimension has been revealed, it should follow me. I'm not the one to seek it. And man of God, you see a lot of people in my days, we seek the wrong things. We need to apply energy on a specific matter. Apply energy. Because the word seeking an energy, for a lot of us, we apply energy on cars, we apply energy on houses. It's not wrong, but those things are not in the dimension of energy. There is what you call spiritual energy. That energy should be focused on one dimension, the kingdom of God. You should wake up in the night. Nowadays when people are praying, even when you tell the young Christian or the Christian who has been born again for 20 years to pray, you will notice we don't even know what prayer is. We'll begin to bring petition in the dimension of prayer. Father, I want. No, no, no. Prayer is a relationship. And this is why you can even tell the dimensions of a man's language. They affect you how deep he has gone. The kingdom of God is a country. And this country is governed by a constitution. You don't just do what you want. When you look at the countries of earth, you cannot just murder and go scot-free. You cannot just steal and go scot-free. This kingdom has dimensions. This is why the law was presented. And Jesus was very careful. Please, to those of us that teach grace. Grace is beautiful. But grace came to fulfill law. Grace did not come to tell you you can live life the way you want. And God will just forgive you. No. Grace came to show you that the commandments that God put in place before you were formed in your mother's womb, Grace is how we fulfill them. Grace, there is a dimension called grace. And in this kingdom, there is a constitution. And that constitution governs the citizens of that kingdom. And any citizen that wants to find the expression of power, you must first of all dissect and study the nature of your kingdom. This is why Jesus was very keen to tell Pilate, you say that I'm a king, but Pilate, before you even continue to make a mistake, I want to tell you something. 
my kingdom is not of this world. In other words, there is no earthly material you can use to gain ascendance to that kingdom. The technology needed is prayer. Jesus made it and he told us, pray without ceasing. If there is a technology that opens this kingdom, is men of prayer. And this is why in this end time, I believe with all my heart, God is raising men of prayer. Men of prayer and men of, of influence. Men of prayer and men of kingdom. These are men and dimensions of the kingdom of God. So I would request of you, my brothers and sisters, wherever you are listening me from, seek ye first the kingdom. There is a dimension of the kingdom that you still don't know. It is beyond a Sunday affair. It is beyond you going to church on Sunday. Not that it's wrong, but when you go to church on Sunday, consider what you are doing is an embassy. That's the purpose of that embassy is to gain orders so that during the week, Monday to Saturday, what am I supposed to be doing? Probably God has called you as a businessman. God might have called you as a doctor. God might have called you as an engineer. But in whatever the space, shine the light of the and you cannot have an understanding of the kingdom. What would the world know about your God? What will we tell the rich people out there who are driving their cars of $5 million? What will you tell them if your gospel is money? What will you tell a rich man? Our gospel is the kingdom. It is to show people there is another dimension. And if you come here by any means you are sick, this is no motivational talk. If by any chance you begin to hear these words and you are beginning to be attracted to this kingdom and you happen to have cancer, and as you press to this kingdom, cancer will break off in the mighty name of Jesus. Because in this kingdom, we cannot be sick. In this kingdom, we are free from the bondages of Satan. We are free. But if we do not teach these things about the kingdom, and we think that it's just about building the church, no. Even you yourself, you cannot build the church. The architect of the church who it is, he said, upon this rock, I, you are not captured there. I will build my church. The only man, the only being that has been documented with the grace to build the church is Jesus. We are partakers of what Jesus is building. Christ is building in us. Philippians 1 verse 6. He who has begun a good work in the kingdom of God begins from the inside. It begins with love. It begins with joy. It begins with peace. It begins with patience. It begins with self-control. It begins with righteousness. This is how we build a kingdom. It is not a location in the physical where you take two stones. And this is why Jesus taught the disciples when they say, we want to put an altar one for you here. In this kingdom, we don't build using stones. We build using the spirit, the spirit of God in the hearts of men, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank God for the gospel of the kingdom. And I bless God because this gospel is coming back and we are emphasizing on the nature of the kingdom of God. And nothing can by any means hurt it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I believe that's the great commission of the church is to extend uh, the kingdom of God, to institute the kingdom of God, to represent the kingdom of God. As we institute the kingdom of God, as you said, any person whose heart is the kingdom, God is after them. And God will bless them and prosper them. Anointing will come upon them. And there's degrees of anointing. So as we continue in extending the kingdom of God, the anointing of God increases upon our life. John? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You know, think about it this way. When a young kid is born, that kid is already an heir to everything he finds in that location that he's born into. That's right. Everything he finds is already his. It's not a prayer point. It's not, I saw something the kid prays about. It is something he found. He did not do anything to find it. The system provided that nature in him. So in this kingdom, when a man becomes born again, you are not just becoming born again to escape hell. The purpose of salvation is not to escape hell. The purpose of salvation is to express heaven on earth. Oh my guy for Debina. The purpose of salvation is to express the nature of the kingdom, the invisible realm in a visible world. And when you begin to look at it that way, the more a child begins to grow in the knowledge of his home, the more the father allows him to access that which is hidden. Even though it was his, but he had not yet matured to that dimension. This is the same thing with the kingdom. There are so many things that God wants to give his children. But the question is, have you matured to that dimension? You are asking God for a million dollars. When God gives you a thousand, it is a trip to Bahamas. You still do not have discipline. You saw a trip to Bahamas. You saw a trip to Djibouti for you to be in the beach and you know to take the cool breeze of the air. You did not understand that God was thinking about potentially expanding his kingdom. And when this is why we have a lot of Christians struggling financially, because the kingdom is not your agenda. Anytime you ask for a car, the kingdom is not benefiting. I want to ask my listeners a question. You ask God for things. The question is, if God would ask you, would you have an answer? Why a million dollars? Would you have an answer? Why the cars? Would you have an answer? What is God benefiting by your life? You being alive, are you an asset to the kingdom or are you a liability? Can God see any benefit by keeping you alive? Is there anything the kingdom is benefiting? How many souls are being born again because you are alive? How many people are being changed? The last time you got a thousand dollars, you know, it was your own moment now to take women out and do whatever. No one can tell you anything. Imagine if you have a million dollars. You kill every human being on earth because you do not understand the place for the kingdom. Every increase, any time you see a man born of the kingdom of God increasing, it is because the heart increased in the nature of that kingdom fast. God will never increase you outwardly until he increases you inwardly. You can never carry outward what you do not have the grace to carry inward. And this is why Jesus is after inward. He's after us carrying that nature inward. I always tell people, one of the things about wealth, wealth amplifies the inner man. The purpose of wealth, when you see wealth coming, the kind of a person that becomes of that person, it is a proof of what it is on the inside. And this is why the last thing God will give you is wealth. Because when you become a Christian, I tell people, the first time you became a Christian, if the first dimension you had about God is prosperity, you are lost. That is not the right foundation. Because at that particular moment, it's just like a child. You cannot give a child $10,000, a second grade child. What do you expect of the child? He'll misuse it. Because the value has not yet been put in them. Do you understand the value of the kingdom of God? And what is the kingdom of God? The government of Elohim. There is a government that has come on earth. And in this government, people will not know it. 
by our mouth. People will know it by our life. It is when you have the opportunity to hate your brother because of you have the right because what he did, but you choose to express love. That is how people see our kingdom. It is when you have the opportunity to lie for an opportunity to be blessed, but you choose to say the truth even if it means you losing the opportunity. That's how we express the kingdom. It is beyond material. This kingdom is not just result-oriented. It is life-oriented. God is interested with our life. God wants us to live like Jesus. Jesus did not come with gold from heaven. He did not come with silver. He did not even allow the angels to find expression. He made a statement once in the Bible and he said, Do you know how many angels I have that I can ask my father? Do you have an idea? He did not express this kingdom through many things. He expressed it through one thing. What is that? Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. It is useless for you to reach out to someone in Croatia and your own next door neighbor is living hungry. You are just looking for likes on Facebook and Instagram. You don't really understand what you are doing. God would rather you knock the door of your neighbor who doesn't like you and you tell them, look, man, I have something in front for you. You are shining the light of the kingdom. That is what God is after. God can never give you until he matures you to it. Remember that, my brothers. Mm. So the next time you go to prayer, don't pray for something. Listen, I see a lot of people saying, you know these prayer, funny prayers we say, that Father, send destiny helpers. Those prayers are not wrong. Are you a destiny helper yourself? Are you a destiny helper? Father, send people who can bless me. How many men have you blessed yourself? God will never give you what you're not willing to give out. Forget about, you cannot mock God. Whatever it is you sow, that is what God will give it to you. So before you ask God for destiny helpers, become a helper in someone's destiny yourself. Before you ask God for men that will stand with you, stand with someone now. Before you ask God for someone who can bless you, be a blessing to someone now. Whatever you want to see heaven do, that is how we build the kingdom. The kingdom is not material. The kingdom is love. The kingdom is joy. And the kingdom is peace in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. You're listening to the Warning Radio Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International. My special guest has been Bishop John Lute, senior pastor of Share the Love Center in Nairobi, Kenya. That's in East Africa. I interviewed him on February 4th, 2021 on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And today was part two. So Bishop Lute, uh, marvelous teaching. Thank you so much for sharing on the Warning Radio program. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. It is such a great, great pleasure. And I would request all of you, please listen to this program. It is changing a lot. Well, thank you, thank John. You. Um, we actually lost you. Uh, the The connection went out when you said, please listen to this program. So at that point, we lost the connection. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to this on Skype radio. He's coming all the way from East Africa. So uh, in the beginning, we had a poor connection, although you could understand him. Later, we had a great connection. And uh, so, John, you want to repeat that? You, you said, please listen to this program and then... We'll, yeah. it, it dropped. 
I'm encouraging, I'm encouraging every single person all over America, South America, and wherever, East Africa, and all over the world. Warning program is a program that has not just been designed to lift a man. It has been designed to lift the kingdom of God. You can already tell the essence of this program. And I would request of you, not just John Lute, any person that you find on this program, the man of God has brought them. I believe they have something to offer in regards to the kingdom. So I'm requesting each and every person under the sound of my voice, take your time to listen to such programs. They will bless your life. These are programs that initiate us into this life of the kingdom. Show us how do we really activate this life. And we want to bless the man of God and his entire family, his beautiful wife and the whole team for even coming up with such programs that we can be able to communicate the light of the spirit. Because probably if it was not for him, many of you will not be listening to me. So please, I would request all of you, take time and listen to this program. Do not take them for granted. Take time and listen to such teaching. They will bless your soul in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, thank you so much, uh, Bishop Lute. And again, uh, I want to say, Buona Asifiwe. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And for those of you that didn't understand what I said, that was praise the Lord in, in Swahili. So uh, you have a great day and we'll have you on again. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And God bless all of you. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.